Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now we get ready for the unofficial second half of the season, if you will, the stretch run for the NBA to get underway and to talk a little bit about uh, the Boston Celtics and, among other things, because there's a lot going on over there on the East Coast, Dan Shaughnessy, our friend from the uh, sports columnist from the Boston Globe, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Dan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Tell me what the excitement level is for the restart for uh, the Boston Celtics and their fans. Well, it's hard to get a sense of anything because we're all apart. You know, you never have any communal interaction anymore and no crowds and, and no hanging out with your friends or, you know, I guess a Zoom conference isn't going to give you a sense of that. But I think that, you know, like across the board, I mean, you know, the team in Boston is not as good as, as your team, but sure, fans are, they love the Celtics. They want to see them play again. And the fact that they're starting with them and, and that they've got this kind of uphill climb to establish that they can play with the big fellas in the conference. I think uh, there's good excitement about that. And, you know, we've got, like you guys have the Brewers going, the Sox are going here, and and uh, there's hope that the Patriots, like the Packers, will get going, and and we've got the Bruins playing a preseason game tonight as well. So it's it's finally firing up around here. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you. You got hockey, and and hockey's been able to be uh, pretty. Uh, for lack of a better term, they've been able to follow the path of the NBA in the sense that their bubble in Canada has proven to be really successful as well, hasn't it? So far, I mean, those met, you know the numbers are good, and um, it, it's it's a little weird that the indoor sports are doing better than the outdoor sports, um, but you've got issues of of travel and hot spots and, and all these other considerations that uh, baseball seems to be having trouble with uh, that uh, the indoor sports with their bubbles uh, have not yet encountered. So hopefully uh, it stays that way for hockey and basketball. Uh, speaking of uh, some other sports, you've got a lot uh, going on regarding the Patriots. Uh, and I do want to touch on that. A lot of guys opting out. Is this something that uh, they're discussing among other team members? Or is there uh, an issue that we don't know about uh, you know, going on right now in, in New England land? I'm not aware of any issue like you referenced, but I think, you know, it was a you know, kind of a seismic day to, to you know, Hightower and Chung and, and just, you know, high-profile players on that side of the ball, that which is really where their strength is. I mean, they took the hit with, with uh, Brady and Gronkowski, of course, has been gone for a year anyway, but uh, we knew it was going to be, you know, sketchy on the offensive side of the ball, but it was the, the, the hope was that they could be, you know, backboned by a strong defense, and um, they've got great coaching, as we know, and, and they play in a weak division. So there was a lot more optimism about them until we started to see the opt-outs this week, and and now I think it's it's very much uh, kind of a jump ball in the AFC East if they do, in fact, get going. How weird is this season going to be when the Patriots take the field and Tom Brady is not under center? Yeah, I mean, it's been 20 years. There's, you know, it, it's... 
we've been living with it since Patriot, since St. Patrick's Day, and there was the notion, you know, around the holidays that that playoff game might be the last time we'd see him. It just didn't feel like it would really happen until it really happened, and there and there it was. Uh, Tom makes the announcement, and I still, you know, he didn't have much market out there. I mean, I think Tampa was the only place that, that went hard after him, and uh, I don't think it's kind of forgotten, but who would choose to go there? I mean, that's it's yeah. like it's good good for him that he's there, and I know they lost a lot of close games last year, and they have good weapons on the offensive side of the ball, but I mean that's a loser culture, and um, and and they're in a division with the New Orleans Saints, and that's going to be hard. And we'll see again, hoping things get going and we have a normal season. But forty-three-year-old uh, quarterback, new system, losing the protection of, of of what he's had here with with how they used him and how they saved him from danger. Uh, that's going to be hard to replicate in a new system. Talking with Dan Shaughnessy of the Boston Globe, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. I wanted to ask you about the reaction to Gronk coming back and going to Tampa Bay. Um, it, it, I mean, outwardly looking in, it looks like he was obviously physically beat up, but it looked like maybe when he came back, he wanted to come back with Tom, not necessarily with the Patriots. Uh, is there more validity to the culture that Bill Belichick has created where people just aren't having fun? Well, too bad. It's football, and if you don't have fun winning, that's on you. So I, I yeah. just uh, I have no use for it. It's kind of that NBA culture of let's all get together and go play here. And I'm I, not a fan of it, uh, not a fan of what Gronk did. He was a great player here. He never got in trouble. He was exemplary, um, obviously a big, fun guy, and you know maybe the greatest ever to play his position, all those things. That said, he screwed the Patriots by you know, retiring and then sitting out the year, not telling them till the end, uh, messing up the draft the offense, all that stuff, and they they stagger through last year, and then Tom signs as a free agent, and magically Gronk wants to play again. I I don't like it. I don't, nothing about it that I like. And, and you know, I don't know what he looks like now either, but uh, he would have to get back on the program to develop an NFL tight end body again because the last time I saw pictures of him, this was not a, a guy who could hold his blocks in the NFL. I want to get back to uh, the Celtics a little bit. I know uh, one of the uh, guys' areas of concern, if there are any, really Kemba Walker listed as day-to-day. Uh, give me your thoughts on Kemba Walker and coming into uh, opening night. Yeah, you know, I, that's that's legit. And um, I I don't know where it goes. I They seem to have kind of slid backwards during, you know, four months off, whatever you want to call it. Um, in the three seed going in, uh, not as good as your team, not as talented. Uh, I was at those playoff games, you know, last year. It feels like ten years ago, uh, being in your place. And um, but I just, you know, the, the notion is that, that Tatum is is ready to step to the next level and be a star in the league. Jalen Brown's a good player. They have a lot of duplication of efforts. A lot of six, seven, you know, kind of uh, switchblade guys that can run the floor, but. Um, you know, not a great big man, and uh, Walker, like you say, is we don't know the status of his injuries. That uh, preseason games obviously mean obviously mean nothing, but they did not show well. Uh, it didn't seem to be coherent or together, or um, and you know they, they were getting knocked around by Phoenix and some mediocre teams. I thought in the preseason, but we'll see how they do in the real when the when the bell goes off. Um, talk about Brad Stevens as a coach. I, I think uh, he got a lot of praise a couple of years ago. 
really looked at heavily and uh, his, his transformation coming from the collegiate level into the pros. Talk, talk about his maturity level and what he's, what he's really become strong at uh, when it comes to matchups. Well, I like everything about him. I just hope that his skill set is conducive to today's NBA, that the players buy into it. I mean, he does want you to play hard for the full 82. Not everybody wants to do that. Um, it, there's a little bit of the collegiate, you know, boo the boo the rah rah stuff coming in. Guys don't always buy into that. I think that strategically, if you watch them on out of bounds plays, it's as good as I've seen. When they when they inbound after a timeout, uh, it's he's really got some good stuff up his sleeve. And if you carry it out, it's 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 fun. So uh, it's really a question of you know, I mean, they they started to go backwards after improving each year in, in his uh, career. He probably gets a little bit overrated because he's so good with the media and he's so smart. Um, and I, you know, he he took he owned some of that last year that that they underperformed in the playoffs, and uh, he put some of that on himself. So uh, there's no pressure on him here. Danny Ainge is here forever. I believe he's here forever. I don't think he's going to be lured into going back to the college ranks. I, I think he's he's in for the long haul, and and the players need to know that that uh, this is going to be the guy. So you respond to him and, and, and you work with what you got. And, and he can be a really good coach in this league, but he hasn't been yet. I mean, they have ways to go. Dan, great stuff, man. I appreciate your time giving us the rundown of the whole upper eastern seaboard. So we covered it all. Thanks so much, as always. We'll talk again soon, okay? Many thanks. Take care. Appreciate it. Dan Shaughnessy, sports columnist for the Boston Globe, joining us for a couple of minutes. You can find him on Twitter at Dan underscore Shaughnessy, at Dan underscore Shaughnessy, and you can find him there. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus, 85-plus years they've been doing it now. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.